Myra Harkavy, founding director of the Netter Center for Community Partnerships at the University of Pennsylvania, has these thoughts about education in America. He writes, both the University of Pennsylvania's founder, Benjamin Franklin, and the great American pragmatic philosopher, John Dewey, emphasized that education and the schooling system, more than economics, politics, or anything else, primarily determine the character of a society. As Franklin wrote in 1750, nothing is of more importance to the public wheel than to form and train up youth in wisdom and virtue. Wise and good persons are, in my opinion, the strength of a state, much more so than riches or arms, which, under the management of ignorance and wickedness, often draw on destruction instead of providing for the safety of people, words of Benjamin Franklin. Dr. Harkavy continues, this belief that education, that what and how we teach and learn shapes a society and its future, was also an animating idea for Ernest Boyer, who was U.S. Commissioner of Education and President of the Carnegie Foundation for the Advancement of Teaching. For him, education was the foundation of democracy itself, and he put it this way, we saw that if we hoped to build a democracy, we needed to have an education that was broad-based, and we determined it had to be universal. Every one of our founding fathers knew that if we wanted to move toward a government that was run by the people, they had to be enlightened. Surely they have to work. Surely they have to be responsible as producers as well as consumers. But the larger purpose of education in this country is always driven by the fact that we need people to be civically engaged, intellectually and educationally well-informed, or else we were opening the doors to tyranny. Words of educator Ernest Boyer, quoted by Ira Harkavy of the University of Pennsylvania. Dr. Harkavy will be at the University of Scranton on September 19th to consider these very questions. And as it happens, these matters somehow lie at the center of the overall 2022 fall season of the Schemmel Forum, a series of courses, seminars, and related activities exploring issues and ideas important to all of us living in the world today. Sandra Myers is Senior Fellow for International Civic and Cultural Projects at the University of Scranton and Director of the Schemmel Forum there, and she paid a visit to the WVIA studios to talk with us about the new season and the return to in-person learning and conversation. The Schemmel has been kind of in the dark during this pandemic, but we've been there, you know, we've been on remote, but we're excited to be in person. And so the lunch and the World Affairs lunch and seminars are really going to be World Affairs lunch and seminars, and we're thrilled about that. And we put up, I think, a really fine, fine program. People seem to be quite happy with it. I don't have numbers yet about how many people are coming, but I hope that people who listen to Erica Funky will want to come and see us. And the Schemmel Forum is a learning organization for out-of-school adults. It was designed for that, but not to leave out students, teachers, or, you know, anyone. You don't have to be an out-of-school adult to come. 
the idea was that because that's a group that didn't have anything like this. And they're very appreciative. Our people are very appreciative of having what we offer them. So we are really kind of back in business. We were in business, but it was was not in person. And you have different ways of offering and stimulating discussion and exchange of ideas. And some of that happens through courses, some of it through the World Affairs luncheons. Right, right. We have those two sessions. We have World Affairs luncheons, the seminars, and we usually have people from out of town and even from out of the country who come and just light light up the sky because there they are people who have many of them of great renown and i've always felt that when you live in a scranton or any place small town large town you still have the right to have the best and uh, that's what we aspire to and the Shemalites, as you call them, yeah. love the courses, and they're willing to commit to six weeks. Yes, they are. They come for an hour and 15 minutes at 6 o'clock. So those who eat early will eat before, and those who eat later, they're out by 7.15. So it's fine. And I'm really excited about our courses this year. There is a fairly new faculty member. I Maybe she's in her third year, maybe fourth, but poetry is her field, and she is dynamite. She really is. I listen in, and she, she just, you know, people aren't, they're not full enough of her when, when she has to close, you know, an hour and 15 minutes before, so sometimes she'll go a little bit longer. But that's it. Her name is Billy Tadros. And this year she's talking about crossing the line, reading and writing contemporary poetry. And the writing is not required, but if somebody is wanting to do that, she'll include that and uh, I'm sure comment on it. But you should listen to her because she's a very special person. And next we have someone who's been at the university for a long time, and I am so happy that he is doing a course on fascism. I didn't know what he was going to do. It's called What is Fascism? And I think that it's so important for us now. Unfortunately, there's too much of that in the air, and I think that it'll be very helpful to learn what it is actually because it's a term that we often can't define. It's like, you know, when you, when you see it, you'll know it, but it's still very important here and now. His name is Roy Domenico, and he's a uh, historian and professor of history. And then we have Stephen Whitaker, who can do almost anything. He's the professor of the Department of English and Theater, and he can sing, and he can write, and he can know the classics and, and then the latest writing. And so his, his, his course is, and this is very complex, how a masterpiece of medieval Irish art bridge the classical and Christian worlds. And it's something about the monogram page of the Book of Kells. And he will make that book dazzle, I'm sure, and that that particular art, the work of art there. So people are signing up, and I think people are really glad to have us back.
Now for the uh, World Affairs Seminars. The first person I have just happens to be covering the White House, and uh, she is White House Bureau Chief for the Washington Post. And uh, she's a political analyst. Her name is Ashley Parker. And uh, what a wonderful thing that we can start with that. And we start at the White House and, and get really into what, what is going on. I'm sure there are going to be lots of questions. The second one is Ira Harkavy. I have known and worked with Ira for a long time. He is a professor of history at the University of Pennsylvania. But his specialty is seeing universities as more than places to learn, but as anchor institutions in the places where they are. And he uses that term. So he's talking now uh, about higher education's indispensable role in preserving and advancing democracy. We've worked together in Philadelphia, in Dublin, and I can't think of the different places we've done things together. And he is just wonderful. And this particular subject, obviously, is relevant now. And so he said he'd come, and I'm delighted. Then I'm very excited to have our Scranton mayor, who is a light in our lives. She comes from Oregon, but she's very worldly and has done a lot of things that are political. And she knew she came here for love, and she has given so much to our community and our region in the few years that she's here that it's really terrific. Her name is Paige Gebhardt Cognetti, and she's going to be speaking on managing today and envisioning tomorrow leading the city of Scranton. Vision is at the core, but the practical and the vision. Yeah, because, you know, if you're a mayor, just like if you're a governor or um, a president, everything is coming at you every day. You don't know when the crisis is going to be there, how many crises there are going to be in a day, and yet at the same time you have to have this serious stability, and she has that. So I'm really excited about that. And then I'm having another dear friend of mine uh, who is now the executive director of the Institute of Jazz Studies at um, Rutgers Newark. His name is Wayne Winborn, and he uh, is obviously an expert on jazz, but, you know, he has other ways of expressing his interest in democracy and he's going to be speaking on democracy, inequality, and jazz improvisation. <laughs> and he's a very good friend. I met him when he was working in Washington, and I was working in Washington. And we were both from our different places wanting to start this national conversation. And neither, <laughs> neither of us actually got that done, <laughs> but we have been friends and worked together ever since. And then I'm bringing back again, because we can't get enough of the world, Trudy Rubin. And by the way, I think she's in Ukraine as we speak. She puts herself in the most dangerous places. I mean, hopefully she's is as safe as you can be in that. So she is going to talk about how Putin's invasion of Ukraine changed the world. And 
I don't know exactly. I'm interested to know what she means because all I think of is that Putin is, there's nothing, seems nothing can change him. And it's really scary. Even the Russian soldiers who are there don't know why they're there. They may not even know where they are. And just shooting elderly people on the street, you know, their crime is that they're alive. I think Trudy is over there now. And she's with the Philadelphia Inquirer. She's with the Philadelphia, yeah. She's their worldview columnist. And then the sixth person is someone that I've had here before. He's a very special mayor. I don't think he's in office right now, but his name is Leo Luca Orlando. And he was the mayor of Palermo in Sicily, who actually, he managed to get the, the mafia out of that city. And if you ask him how, he would say through civic engagement. And, you know, he goes all over the world now to talk to people and show that, you know, you wouldn't even expect somebody could live if they got rid of the mafia. Well, he's, he's alive and well, and we've had him here before, and I'm going to see if maybe we can include particularly Paige, but other, other mayors in the region to meet with him. And I think that you also have talked, when you've been with us on previous visits, talking about the work you do around the world, how much corruption impedes civic life and governance. Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorite themes. I I call corruption a weapon of mass destruction because it ruins everything. It ruins everything. And from little to big, you know, you have a mafia and you you have just a little touch of it here and there, and before you know it, that's... um, And one of the things that I'm excited about is that, you know, we're dealing with that in our region, I think dealing with it may be better than we have before. So then we have the collaborative programs, and we have um, very excited that we have the brand new dean of the Geisinger Commonwealth School of Medicine. And so she is really very happy to speak with us. And in the spring, we may have some of the students who are singers at the School of Medicine, but we may have them in the spring at Chamel Forum. But she's a pediatrician, and she said her former clinical practice was focused on the care of adolescents with fatigue, chronic pain, anxiety, and depression. And, you know, we hear so much about that these days, the young people, and I think it's going to be a very important lecture that she gives. And then we have a wonderful, distinguished author, His name is Ayad Akhtar. I've read what he's written, and I have seen the play, the Pulitzer Prize-winning play in New York. And uh, he even, (laughs) he has one little crack about Scranton. Not not flattering, uh, yeah. But anyway, I, I find his books very, very good. And he is a distinguished author. And his, his play won the Pulitzer Prize and Tony Award. And I think that we're going to enjoy him a lot. And then we are having a bus trip. I mean, everyone's so happy about this because we haven't been seeing each other at all. And the bus trip is going to be in New York, November 12th. And we're going to see August Wilson's The Piano Lesson. 
and I think that will be a real treat. We haven't selected our morning activity now. It's usually going to a museum, but we haven't picked out the museum yet. I'm, I'm excited about these people and both our faculty and the guests from outside, and I think people are uh, very happy with it. We always like to have you bring it back to the fact that it isn't just the Scranton area or the Lackawanna County. No, in fact, we attract people even from New Jersey and go, they find it worth it, worth it. And they do, and they, they come. And we're inviting everyone to come. Sandra Myers, Senior Fellow for International Civic and Cultural Projects at the University of Scranton and Director of the Schemmel Forum there, speaking about the 2022 fall season of the Schemmel Forum. The World Affairs Luncheon Seminars get underway on Monday, September 12th at noon in Brennan Hall on campus, and the featured guest will be Ashley Parker, White House Bureau Chief for the Washington Post, and the season continues right through December, where we'll meet the mayor of the city of Palermo, the former mayor. And then also the courses begin on September 19th with Dr. Billy Tadros on poetry, and the others start up successively and go into November. The bus trip to New York is November 12th, There are the joint affairs, the events that will happen together in partnership with other organizations on campus. For more information about all that's on offer for fall 2022 through and at the Schemmel Forum, you can check the website scranton.edu slash Schemmel Forum. scranton.edu slash Schemmel Forum. And Schemmel is spelled S C H E. M-E-L, scranton.edu slash Forum. <laughs>